welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to be here for yet another episode five on the list. Um, at this point, we have released three episodes and we are at 200 listens. So that Woo! means we've doubled since last week, which so is exciting. exciting. 200 listens, 62 Instagram followers. You know who you are if you're listening. Thank and if you, you so are much. listening and not an Instagram follower, we'll just for the first time shamelessly plug the Instagram at Precisely this Nowhere. Is- yes, at Precisely Nowhere. Are you? Do you want me to spell it out or are you going to spell it out? Ooh, I can spell it out. Okay, this is the disaster. <laughs> spelling is not her strongest. I've been not writing this word her, a lot. It's just a fact. Um. Okay, so at... P-R-E-C-I-S-E-L-Y-N-O-W-H-E-R-E. Precisely nowhere. <laughs> I read it off my screen, so it is correct. Oh my gosh. I was I was just like thinking it in my head, like, oh, this is like a spelling bee, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to what do is a spelling the Latin bee, like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. No, no idea. But I'm proud of you. I thought for here I was thinking that you were just spelling it out, like not cheating. But... No, I wasn't going to take that chance. <laughs> no, no, no. I knew I needed help. <laughs> I was Look. like, wow, she wants to do it. Okay, Rose, let's <laughs> let's see what happens. But you did I it, would girl. just like to say my spelling is not terrible because I'm like, I don't know. I didn't Rose, care. It's been... It's been a struggle bus. It's been a struggle bus. Own it. Own it. Yes. Well, I just want to say my elementary school years, they went with creative spelling and they didn't correct us. So they let us just like sound it out, spell it and go with it. Hmm. And then they just never corrected it. And we're like, they'll figure it out at some point and sent us out into the world. I was complaining to someone who was a teacher when I was in elementary school and she told me and I was like, that's foul. That's sh- that should straight up be illegal. Yeah, I was gonna say for those of you that have children or will have children at some point, think about this because yes. <laughs> I did not have that same experience. And the other day, um, I was like looking at something like you had sh- um, sent Marco, and I was like, "All right, let me spell check this real <laughs> quick." Because I remember from working with Rose, you know, we all have our strong suits, and I feel like we balance each other out. So yeah, you know, spelling and grammar great. are not mine, so. That's Grammar why. is okay, but spelling, I'm, like, really good. I, like, pr- spell check so many things, especially at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a little hidden talent. You know what's strange is, like, I can give you pretty precise definitions of certain words. Like, can rattle off some definitions or at least explain to you what the words mean. Can't spell some of them. <laughs> Riddle me well, that. I probably can't give definitions for everything, so to each their own, you know. But um, very excited episode five. Please follow us, share the love, and I'm gonna say this at the end. But if you haven't left a review, like actually write out some words. Speaking of spelling, please, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I mean the stars much appreciated. Keep them coming. Five stars, love it. One honest reviews also, so don't feel pressured to give five stars, but. Let's be real. This is five-star quality content. Feedback, like, actually, you know, would help, too. For anyone who's on the fence and hasn't realized yet, this is going to be one of their favorite podcasts, you know. 
prove to us that you can spell by writing a review today. <laughs> uh, yeah, even if it's just the name of our podcast. Yeah, it's a hard word. I actually did put pen to the paper and learn how to spell precisely for this podcast. Didn't yeah. realize it was a gap in my education until now. You learn something new every day. <laughs> but on that note, in terms of learning new things, I just realized that tax season is upon us and I need to do my taxes. I don't know if you've yeah. done yours yet. No, I do have an appointment with the tax man next week. Mm -hmm. Okay, my tax man is TurboTax now. So <laughs> it's really just on me to get it done. I need to do it. I haven't like... I feel like I all of my weekends I have doing other stuff, so I need mm -hmm. to just find a day and like bang it out. Yeah, and be, get excited to see if I'm gonna. I should be getting some money back, so see what I'm gonna get back. I'm always so excited to see what I get back, but like spelling, I am also terrible at math. So I go to yeah. someone, I hand my stuff over to someone, and I say, "Please read this for me and input it," because I don't have anything to claim. I don't have a house. I don't have. I mean, I have a kid now. I think that counts as something, but like. I don't have a lot of things to put down, but even before I had a kid, like single individual woman alone said, here, Mr. Taxman, please fill this out for me and just handed it all over. There's absolutely no reason for me to do it, but uh, I, I, like I, I wish I wish that was my, my parents used to help me do it. Like my aunt is a, does taxes. Mm -hmm. And so I just send my mom my stuff. And for years I just was like, here you go. But now she's like, Okay, you gotta do your own taxes, which is fine. Which is fine. It's helping me grow. It's probably for the best. One day yeah, I'll have a tax man again. I'm learning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> TurboTax makes it really easy though, so it is nice. It's like not as daunting. It was daunting when I first started it, but it's not as daunting. I fully believe in like paying other people to do the things that you don't want to do, and like I'm very much looking forward to getting a cleaning lady someday soon. <laughs> um and taxes is one of them and it's a one-time quick payment in and out in 10 15 minutes and it's something i really don't want to do even now i've put it off till the middle of march mm -hmm. i'm having someone else do it i still put it off this is true i was just thinking to myself okay if i had to choose between a tax person and a cleaning lady which would i choose i think i would choose a cleaning lady because they're just like you know it just takes such a load off of you yes. I, like consistently you know what i mean it's just a cleaning lady is a reoccurring charge. So that's what I'm trying to balance. I can make a one-time payment at the at the current <laughs> situation, but that monthly charge, you know, you got to look at your subscriptions. You got to look at everything. Look at the month holistically true. and uh, work back. The is goal true. is by June, though. The goal is by June. We'll have a cleaning okay. lady. Okay. This is great. Speaking of cleaning, spring cleaning is also upon us, mm -hmm. is what I've realized from my moving stuff so i went through like a bunch of clothes i was like channeling marie kondo like all right get rid of things just say goodbye thank them you can you can let go of clothes that literally mm -hmm. just collect dust in my closet so that was great and then i went to bottomless closet which is this like nonprofit that gives clothes to women for free mm -hmm. that are like trying to like get rehabilitated in the workforce and they like give them like coaching lessons on my way to work last week, I like went and dropped off a whole bag of work clothes because they only take certain clothes. But that yeah. was great. So I feel like I was doing a good deed. Then I went through my bathroom and found all this, be this beauty products that I haven't used, like masks and stuff. So I'm really excited to get to do some self-care stuff in the next few weeks before I move. 
I found for a while that I didn't like the clothes that were in my closet. So what I started doing is I had like an empty laundry basket near my closet. And anytime I put something on and I was like, this is not it. Like, I hate it. I don't want to wear this. I would immediately take it off and put it in the laundry basket and not think about it again. Because I was like, you know what? I put it on. I can't make it work. And it's just not for me. Like, sometimes I, I put on a striped shirt the other day and I was like, oh, I love this shirt. Can't wait to wear it again. It shrunk. Mm-hmm. And I like folded it and put it back in my drawer. And then I was like, why'd you do that? Like, it's not going to shrink when you washed it. This is why I can't with the. This is why I can't do laundry drop off here because okay. I have too many clothes that I know if depending on how you wash or dry it, they will like shrink. It's a hard thing when that happens. So. No, no, no. <laughs> this shirt, it was like a $10 long sleeve from Old Navy. So it wasn't a huge loss, but it proved to me that it could not survive in my closet because you know what? I also wouldn't do my laundry any better. Like, I use my parents' washing machine every once in a while. Everything goes in for the longest amount of time in the dryer at the highest setting. I set it. I forget it. I walk away. I come back when it's done because I don't want to be trekking it. So I am just as bad as the laundromat, and I know that. So once again, I don't want to do it, so I pay someone else to do it, and I don't feel bad about it. And I don't even care if clothes get I love doing laundry. Well, like, I love doing my own laundry. Not other people's necessarily, but (laughs) (laughs) love doing my own laundry. It's great. So do you feel like you have less to move with now? Like, do you feel like better about it? Like it's less to pack? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting there. Definitely less clothes to pack. And I have space in my closet for Marco now. So it's nice to feel like I'm not bringing stuff with me that I'm just, it's going to take up space. Yeah. I need to go through, I basically have planned out for the next, until I move, mostly until Marco moves in, which is in April. Like I spread it out over the weeks of different things to go through. So it didn't feel overwhelming, which is the tip I found from Marie Kondo for moving. Like don't go through by room, but by sections of things. Mm -hmm. So I went through all of my clothes, like everywhere in my apartment versus just like my room and then the closet, you know? Yeah. So I need to, and then I went through all my bathroom and like kind of makeup stuff so i definitely feel better it's nice to get rid of things that I, we still have to we're still gonna have to pack a lot yeah. but we are gonna get a rid of a lot of furniture so we don't have to worry about moving that stuff so it's nice that makes it easier i've been trying to like i've been trying to go through my house too slowly like i'm not moving i'd like to be but i'm not moving not um, yet <laughs> not yet but even then like just living with clutter is a lot. So I'm trying to be mindful of that in my daily life. And like, as I see things, I'm like, I don't use this. I haven't used it. When did I buy this? Two years ago? Gone. Like this needs to leave. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you about closing shift mentality. I found it on TikTok. Okay. So you you worked at In-N-Out. You've worked at like a restaurant before. That's what I equate it to because I've never worked retail. So I don't know what like that situation is like how they yeah. close but yeah you're like idea. oh please don't come in the store we're 10 minutes we're away yeah. <laughs> we've already wiped everything down don't do yeah. this but it's the idea that at like the end of the shift and at the end of the night you kind of like tidy up everything like small things you know like if you had plates out for dinner if you just whatever you took out at, during the day like putting it away cleaning it all back up tidying it sometimes it involves dishes for me sometimes because I have no um, self-awareness I vacuum at like 10 o'clock at night like I don't (laughs) care I really don't care I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do my five little minutes of vacuuming I'm gonna get it all up and it's just idea of like tidying and putting everything away so that when you wake up in the morning it's a nice 
cleaner apartment. Like, is that a full clean? Yeah. It's just like no, the little I, things. I like that. I try to do that with like clothes, like in the before I go to bed or like in the morning after I like pick out the clothes I'm gonna wear. If there's like clothes like in my room that's just like mm -hmm. laying like on the chair and stuff, I try to put it away. And you know, it's I used to never make my bed growing up. And now I make my bed. And even for like in college, I didn't always make my bed, but now I make my bed every day too. I think it's like that whole tidying, like, okay, my bed's made. And then I feel like I'm like a little bit more focused for my day, mm -hmm. even though sometimes it's not the case, but at least I'm like making efforts to, you know, have like a clean, tidy space. Yeah. Maybe I'll try and make my bed tomorrow because I definitely don't do that. Oh, I do it. Um, yeah. For the past, like probably like four years, I, I just make it every day. I'm like, uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll have to do this again. But it does make me feel like better. Like my space is like clean and I can like focus. You know, I'm not looking at like disheveled things. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to try doing my bed tomorrow and I have to <laughs> like before I go to bed too. I don't know yeah. why. Like it totally changed it for me because I was like, oh, I've done this before. I've done that quick 10 to 15 minute tidy of whatever before going home. So it's because like it's like, you know, the next day for me. I do that with my dishes too and even if I'm like oh I don't want to wash them right now because I do have like a dishwasher I'll just put them in the dishwasher yeah and then like no I'm like building up the dishwasher so that I can wash it like all of the dishes but it just like makes me wake up and not feel like I have things I already yes. have to do that I on top of this other basic life stuff that I know I have to do it lessens the load for the morning which is basically what the knife shift is doing too like when you're rolling silverware and stuff like that you're helping oh, out the totally. morning crew. Oh, I used to hate when I, because I've had many jobs, like in and out. I worked at the Standard in the East Village, at all of the jobs. I used to hate when you would come like morning shift and there would be like nothing prepared for you, even the though you worst. knew they had time and they were supposed to prep stuff and they just like, no. Oh my God. I went, we went to Applebee's the other night. We had the baby with us. So I went up to the host stand. I was like, hey, you got like. Then my eyes, I could see them behind her and like they needed to be like folded or whatever. And she went to go get me one and start folding. And I was like, look, don't create more work for yourself. I was like, why are you doing that? Like, I'm literally going to take this from you and oh, like unwrap it. No, it was like they have the kids menu, which is oh, like a placemat yeah. that you can color on. Mm -hmm. So what they did is like they would fold, they were folding it around the crayon. So it was like a little packet, but they weren't folded yet. So I was like. Mm. you probably have so to do like, those for the morning shift people <laughs> no she was like oh my god thank you here you go have a great day and i was like you too one less thing for you to do one less of those to wrap you're a nice person i feel like a lot of people would have been like okay <laughs> i'm gonna go back to my table now and, and wait for you to bring it over yeah and then yeah. the and then your kid's gonna like immediately destroy it <laughs> yeah i mean my kid didn't even want it i just wanted it so oh i love that I love that when you're like getting it back to that point where you're like, I just want to color at the table, but it's not socially acceptable to do that as an adult. So once you have a kid again, you do it anyway because they give them to you. Cares. Also, I find like sometimes sitting through dinner to be kind of boring, which sounds terrible because like, you know, sometimes I go out to dinner with my husband and we spend all the time together. So at a point you do run out of things to talk about. Because you can only talk about so much. So mm -hmm. I've been loving like activity dinners. Okay. So we did Brazilian steakhouse where they come around and they like slice you off the different cuts of meat. So you have like a break in your conversation where you're not sitting and just talking yeah. for two hours. 
Yeah. And then we did Hot Pot, which is my favorite Ooh, thing right now. I love so Hot you Pot. Like, yeah. And it's fun and you have an activity to do while you're cooking. So you also don't run into that problem where you're like trying to eat, but you're trying to talk. So like you can talk while you're doing the cooking yeah. and then like it trades back and forth and it feels more like you're having just like more of a casual meal than like sitting down and staring at each other. Yeah, I feel like what I'm taking away from this is that you guys are finding ways to still get to know each other. Yeah. And instead of just doing the same things that you're used to doing, you're you're trying new things, which will help you guys learn more about each other. And like Marco and I talk about this and I mean, we've only been talking for like dating for like a year, but um, we like consciously and actively will say like that we are going to keep getting to know each other. And yeah. keep like keep basically dating even though we're in a relationship because it's when you get complacent and you stop like dating your partner and you take them for granted sometimes is when you start to feel like a little unfulfilled or you know someone imbalanced and stuff so i love that you yeah. guys are going like finding ways even if you realize dinners are like meh you know okay let's find a way to like spice make it up and again. make them fun again yeah which will make yeah. the experience better and I also think too, like getting to know people, like and continuing to get each other, get to know each other through your relationship, is like important because you change, right? So like the other day, I asked Kevin, like, what's your favorite food? Like, what's your favorite food right now? Because when you're over time, like we've been together for ten years, so like even five years in, at one point I was like, I love daisies, and now I'm like, "Mm, we could probably cool it on the daisies. We've kind of (laughs) like overplayed it the last five years. Like I'm ready to switch up my favorite flower. Like I'm looking for something new. And, like, as you grow and learn to find, like, find yourself, those things change about you. And if, like, the person that you're with is, like, okay, the things that I learned about them in that first year or whatever, the first time I learned this specific thing, that's just going to be it forever. It isn't. And, like, it isn't for everybody. Like, it's not just because, like, I'm mercurial and, like, switch back and forth sometimes. Yeah. But it's, like, everybody changes. So, like, what's your favorite food now? Like, what flowers do you want now? What's your favorite color? Did that change? Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. People are changing. You're always changing and growing, especially if you're, like, actively trying to do that, you know? So yeah. I, I love that. Speaking of changing and growing and your calendar, what you were talking about last last yeah. week about the calendars inspired me to look into that. And then I was also targeted on TikTok, this vision board, like, but on a phone wallpaper, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's physical stuff and I'm like oh that's too much and then I have to go buy yeah. like the magazines and the glue and, like, and the, yeah yeah but then I was like oh a phone wallpaper is perfect because even though I'm not always on my phone I ha- always have my phone with me and you look at it at least once a day yeah you look at it all the time so I made myself a vision for like phone wallpaper literally spent all of Saturday doing it it was glorious I like try to use my own pictures that I've taken like from trips and stuff um and i just use like a canva template and it was so easy to do and such a fun like exercise and like way to be creative but also like really think about like okay try to be intentional with the pictures that i'm choosing not just oh that's a pretty picture but it you know okay what is that like memory or what is it inspiring that's kind of aligned with what where i'm trying to be like in the next i I think i I did it for like kind of like throughout the rest of the year you know yeah i don't want to change it that frequently yeah, at least once a year is enough. Um, I was, like, feeling super inspired at the meeting this year. I actually saw, like, a couple – I saw TikTok, too. But then I saw a couple TikToks that were, like, 
we are um oh this like person had this like little brunch and she invited like five or six friends over and they all vision boarded and like goal planned for the year so like we should definitely do that i love this idea i feel like do that it's great i love it i feel like five years ago or even i would be like meh but now i'm like why yes. not? You know, why Let's don't you want to together? Focus on your future? Yeah. And like talk about it with your friends because like you're sharing with your friends, your friends are your support system, they're the people that check in with you. So if you're like, look, I'm trying to build towards this, it's like, hey, how's that going for you? What have you done? And it's also just someone to talk to it about to be like, look what I did making progress towards this goal that we set. Like, remember, I yeah. told you about this. Like, I've been able to accomplish this. So I set myself some goals this year and in feeling that and being very excited about it I tried to like really lean into the excitement and I also created myself a vision board so I was so excited when you were telling me about it on Saturday I was like yes it definitely makes a difference did you do a physical one or on your phone mine's on my phone oh okay wait show me the because I know you have your calendar thingy oh oh yes okay I love this oh my yours actually went the the workout stuff I tried to integrate some workout stuff into mine too because I realized like, oh, I have all these other things, but I don't have working out, like trying to be more active and healthy. So I tried to include some pictures that would inspire me to do that. And I actually worked out today for the first time in a couple weeks. So Look I'm very that. proud of myself. It took, I was like, you have time after work before mm-hmm. we record. You need to just stop being lazy ass and do it. <laughs> Because I know it's good for me. (laughs) It's so good for you. I, like, did not work out today or much this weekend. Everybody's been sick in my house. So I'm trying to just, like, conserve energy and just be like, I am not going to get sick. But I almost ordered dinner today from a place that's four blocks from my house. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to order it. And then I was like, Rose, it is a beautiful night out. Get your butt out of the house and walk there. So I strapped the baby into the stroller and I walked there I he was this. not happy about it but we made it there and back and we survived and we got dinner i love that you walked there that's really good i feel like we're getting good habits that are like it's not bad for us to do this stuff it is like gonna take some getting used to but it's gonna be great and i mean like walking the four blocks i've come on i'm so lazy i used to walk like 10 blocks to and from school growing up i used to walk to my little supermarket job and like I used to walk all the time like why am I being such a baby about it I need to just do it there's actually this um person on Instagram that I followed like through my personal account and then precisely know her that's called the handle is this morning walk mm-hmm. and there's all of these things about walking she posts stuff to her story like stories all the time of people like doing things when they're walking and all these facts about like one of them was like walking for an extra 10 minutes each day could collectively prevent more than 111,000 premature deaths every year. And yeah, so walking is actually, I'm trying to get myself to walk more too. Like even just a morning walk at the park because I live like right near a park. But I guess like also women, there's all this stuff about like cardiovascular disease and Mm -hmm. like women being prone to it, uh, more prone to it. So, and just all the stuff about walking, um, and like mental health. So I'm really trying to get myself to walk more. But this, this, um, and then this one, one was like looking for an accountability partner, mm-hmm. you know? So I love it. You should, I'll send it to you. It's really great. Okay. Like, it's not like preachy or anything. It's honestly just like 
inspirational good vibes and just knowledge stuff that are like helpful to know like walking is something you literally have to do pretty mm-hmm. much to just like be a person they exist you can go out of your way a little bit more to walk and it'll actually benefit your health like why wouldn't you do that i'm trying to wrap my brain around <laughs> that and force my brain to do it I'm like, yeah I always tell myself I live on the second floor. So just the flight up my stair, like just the walk up my stairs is a good workout. So take the stairs too. I actually um, listen to this podcast called Maintenance Phase. And I was like drawn in because it, it's all about like goop and like the fats that they try and sell you that aren't things. And do you remember a couple of years ago where it was like, um, just take the stairs. Like don't take the elevator, just take the stairs. And it's all these things to like, combat people being heavier and like obesity and these people like dig into it and they're like what's the research behind it like is this real and it was like it's not real like you can't just tell people to take the stairs and they're going to lose weight like the people that that would help would naturally lose the weight anyway the people that are struggling with like obesity and other underlying problems taking the stairs isn't the solution like it's not looking Mm -hmm. into what the actual underlying problem that these people have is yeah but for most people it is like yes get a little bit of movement in take the stairs but if you're like struggling with other things it's like maybe that's not your super yeah. super solve and it's something that people have said so much like i've always thought that like oh just take the stairs it's better for you we'll just take the stairs and it's like not super proven i feel like the walking thing yeah that's why i like that she gives facts about the health benefits for walking because it's not about walking to lose weight or walking to for some physical thing it's more about your internal body and like how you're it's benefiting your like brain and your heart which i like that because it's like oh you know can't really argue with that those things like it's a more holistic approach and it's not just like about losing weight and like for me too like exercising right now is just not sitting at my desk all day so it's making sure that i'm like physically moving for those reasons yeah not just to lose the weight I'm getting there. I worked out today. I'm going to try this walking thing. I need to figure out how many days a week I'm going to try, like, doing the, a walk. I feel like I'm, I can't wait for the weather to get nicer because I, I know say. I would wake up in the morning and go on a walk. And I would think also when Mike Marco moves in, maybe that'll help motivate me more because he's just motivated and loves to work out. We could, like, work, like, go on a walk in the morning. And that would be nice, mm-hmm. you know? Talk, catch up, talk about the day that you have ahead of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, walk in the morning would be so much fun. I was just gonna say, like, the weather's gonna be so nice, the birds are gonna be chirping, it's gonna be like, <laughs> come take a walk. We're out here, come spend time with us. I am the bird. Definitely. I love it. I love the I'd way rather hear that than this car alarm that's been going off in Oof. the past like week and a half, like three days a week, just in the morning, really early goes off for ten minutes, then it stops, then it'll go off again, then it stops. I'm like, what is happening? Ugh, Why I is this? I can't wait. I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> this won't happen to me when I live in the suburbs. <laughs> like, it'll rarely happen, but not like it does here. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot worse here. I feel like ugh, there was this car on my block and it was just so loud. Like, you know, when they start the engine and like it mm-hmm. hums for a while, this person must have moved because it hasn't happened in like months. But they would, like, turn their car on, and it wasn't even that it did that. It's that they would sit there for, like, 15, 20 minutes before they left. Like, I t- mm. I've timed them because I'm like, this is ridiculous. What is going on here? And they would just, like, sit in their car and, I don't know, and pick their podcast for their drive or whatever. But their car was so loud. 
people like, in New oh. York sometimes they're like not self-aware and I'm like this is why this is this is why people think we're mean and we're impatient because yeah. we're dealing with people that are inconsiderate the amount of fireworks that gets off in my neighborhood like it's only March now but once we get closer to like once Memorial Day weekend hits every weekend just like fireworks all the time and I get that we should celebrate life but celebrate <laughs> it quieter and not at 11 o'clock at night like set your fireworks off at eight or nine that's fine by me whatever i don't care do you <laughs> not at midnight that's it's excessive yeah, yeah. definitely celebrate life but also that seems hazardous to be doing it in the oh it's like so hazardous. Have more open space and stuff yeah. not doing all that on the streets yeah i've done it in open spaces and thought mm, this feels a little dangerous and a little scary i don't know about this I definitely wouldn't yeah. do it on a tree-lined street unpopular opinion possibly but i i'm so over fireworks like even fourth of july can seem for like two minutes like literally on a clock two minutes and then be done like it's just i don't know i've seen so many in my life i love I'm fireworks thinking. i really enjoy watching them but i think i'm at the point where i could watch a youtube video and be yeah fine with it I don't need to see them live in my in my backyard. I don't need to listen to them. Or yeah. even, like, because I live close to Coney Island, like, fine. You can all go to Coney Island. They go off at, like, 9 o'clock at night. You can watch the fireworks. Do you need to do it in your backyard? Do you really need to do it in the backyard? Come on. America. You probably can't Isn't even it? see them well. You have to, like, be staring no. straight up. Yeah, it's definitely a hazard doing it in your backyard like that. It's for sure not the move, but people are like, YOLO, live and learn, I suppose. Then you have those YouTube videos of, I don't even want to get into it because they just make me cringe, you know? Yeah. I Fireworks saw gone post. wrong. Fireworks at home gone wrong is what those YouTube videos are. There's like a post that goes around every 4th of July and it was like, you know, who's in the working the ER shift 4th of July night? The residents. So... Play with your fireworks <laughs> and show up at the ER at 2 a.m. and see what happens. I'm like, that. see who's taking care of you. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. scary. Residents are probably totally qualified, but also, how many cases can they handle like that? That's very overwhelming for a resident. <laughs> I know I would be freaked out. Oh, that's funny. So, do fireworks any other day, but that day is what you're saying. <laughs> Think about who's going to be in the ER when you meet them there. And you know what? Maybe just don't. Just don't go to the ER. Just avoid it. <laughs> yeah, I try to avoid the ER. I'm like, I don't. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's the mm -hmm. worst place to be. I never want to be in another ER in my life. I watch Julia and Julia. Julia and yeah? Julia. And I love it. It's so great. I'm so glad. That makes me so happy. I'm like, oh, my oh. God. I'm obsessed with it. I watched it with Marco. And... We both loved it. It's so good. I totally know what you mean about when you were like saying about like doing something after work and having like that passion. It was really good. I bought it on Apple. Yeah. Look at that. See how you could have different perspectives because I was like thinking like watching it in like your eyes. And I was like, I could see how she could have a different perspective now now that we have this podcast whereas like before you had the podcast maybe you see her and you're like oh yeah she seems like stressed out or she's just doing a lot yeah or like then that seems fun like that seems like you're having like a lot of fun it seems like you're cooking you're eating like great yeah 
but then actually doing it, you're like, oh, that is, like, mentally taxing. Like, even just, like, I've been trying to cook dinners most nights, not Julia Child three-course dinners or, like, beef bourguignon or however you pronounce it. Yeah. But it's still, like, a lot of work to, like, do your whole day job and then be like, oh, I'm going to cook dinner now. Oh, totally. I made dinner today and I made myself lunch and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot. So great. And I didn't even also make like a gourmet meal, but I was like, wow, this is like, yeah, it takes time and you got to like think about what you're making and then clean the dishes. But I loved the movie. Oh, look at it's that. on my list now. It's on my list. Um, Do you want to hear what I've watched this week? Yeah. Tell me. So I have watched Cars for the first time. Wait. The animated Pixar movie, oh, Cars. <laughs> Here we go again, everyone. Wait. What do you mean for the first time? Okay, so it came out, and I was in, like, junior high school, and I wasn't super interested in seeing it. And then I just knew when, like, I got Disney+, Plus, I was kind of like, I need to save this for the moment. And this was the moment. It was a good so- moment. I, I love this moment for you, but I'm a little shook that you've never watched Cars. Like, I've never seen it. And yeah. I know I sent you that TikTok trend. And I was like, we should do this. Hadn't seen it at that point. Wow. I've watched it. Well, I guess I have younger siblings. I've watched it too many times to count. I've been to Cars Land and at Disneyland, like California Adventures. There's this whole car li- Cars Land. How do you feel now that you watched it? Do you like the movie? Okay, so love the movie. Um, had me crying. <laughs> I was crying so hard, but I cried Mater. the hardest in during the third movie. I watched the whole trilogy this weekend, start to oh finish. Oh my god, I love that. You know, I haven't watched the movies in years. Like, but my little nephew, he likes cars, and so mm-hmm. the last time I was home and playing with him, he has like a little Mater car, and then Lady McQueen, and so I was like, "Where's Mater?" You know, so we were playing with that, and I. Um, but I haven't watched the movie in a really long time. Good music in it. Good music. I'm going to have to get him the cars. I'm very excited because we, maybe for the past six months, I have been cycling through Disney movies to, like, mm-hmm. find his movie. Because mm-hmm. all toddlers have the thing that they're like, this is my movie and have you seen this? And these are the 17 different Elsa dolls I have because this is my everything. Yeah, I needed to find him his everything and I've tried, like, Moana and Frozen and Encanto and Coco. What I've, I've I've run the whole gamut. And I what about Lion know... King? Have you guys watched Lion King yet? We actually just watched Lion King for the first time like three days ago. That also wasn't it for him. Okay. And we've tried Toy Story. We've tried so many, and I don't know why I left Cars for so long. Just because it felt very like he's a boy. Obviously, Cars is going to be the movie he likes. He's actually been sitting to watch it. I'm excited that this is his movie. I can't wait to get him merch and, like, deck him out head-to-toeing cars. I love it. I love that you're also watching it for the first time with him. So your experience yes. is, like, you know, when you watched it already, obviously, you know what's going to happen. So it's a little bit of different. But now you're like, oh, you don't know what's going to happen. So you both are actually watching it for the first time together, which I think is cute. Yes. So that's why I'm glad that I ended up not watching it randomly. Because I've seen Encanto and I've seen Coco and I watched them without having a kid maybe in kanto he was already born in kanto sorry um <laughs> yeah um, i, I so might never watched cars wow it just like slipped under the radar just i didn't have a reason to watch it like i don't have I younger like need, cousins and things i feel like we need to do an episode 
it doesn't need to happen soon, but at one point, I just need to do an episode where I'd pull together a list of all these things that, like, most people our generation have have listened to or watch, listen to, do. (laughs) Okay. And see. And you know what? You're going to learn so many things that day. So that's why I'm excited. I'm looking at it, you know? Like, you've discovered Destiny's Child, like, cars. I'm working on cars. Cars you did on your own. Friday Night Lights, eventually. Uh, We'll get you there. Well, I'll get there. I'll watch the movie at least. I, also you, watched- I think you'd like the movie. You'd probably, if you cried watching Cars, you'd cry watching Friday Night Lights. It's like a yeah, it's like a feel good like family movie. Like those hit so hard now. Yeah, that I cried watching Cars. Like, come on, why? Why am I sitting there sniffling? That is hilarious. I love it. I love that you cried. It was. I so mean, I watched though. it as when I was younger, so I didn't cry because I was like in high school yeah. or some shit, but. There's a lot of things now that I watch and cry. Um, I recently watched the fifth Harry Potter movie. And, um, yeah, there's a part that I cried during. And I think people would know the part. I don't want to ruin any of the deaths in case you haven't seen the movies. I mean, if you haven't at this point, that's your problem, not mine. But ruin also it. Don't if you haven't be... seen the movies at this point, that's a personal problem. And don't come for us because... They've, yeah, I this mean, is your spoiler warning. You can skip 30 seconds ahead. Um, when Sirius Black dies, I recently watched oh, it. Oh, yeah. That was a really sad moment. And, I had never yeah. cried before. I cried so hard. Like, I was seeing it for the first time. I didn't cry when Dumbledore died. Didn't care. Dobby doesn't hit the same. <gasps> Hedwig, also not the same. Sirius Black hurts. I don't know why. It hurts so much more than the other ones. I usually tear up when I watch that. Definitely Dobby dying gets me gets me crying because he just like he just loved Harry so much and you know he saved their lives, you know? And then yeah. he sacrificed and that's really sad. Who else? Snape? Oh, that was like a when little sad dies, the first time I saw me, it. No, every time I watch it, I'm like because oh. Harry, like here Harry is thinking all these bad things about him, and then he like watches back the memories and is like realizes actually he's sacrificed so much for him but harry just didn't see it that's what makes me cry okay i can see it i just snape is a weird character to me and he never really hits the soft moments for me like he never tugs on my heartstrings um okay he loved harry's mom so much that he gave his life to protecting her child that wasn't his child and could have had like a different relationship with Harry, but sacrificed all of that just to protect him. And then he died because he was protecting him. I That's hear it. Pretty amazing. I hear you. I just it doesn't hit the feels the same way. I usually play the Harry Potter movies in the background, like often. Like if I'm just hanging out, sitting on my couch, doing something, cleaning, I'll play the Harry Potter movies. But I've kind of shut them off because I'm trying to build to the moment where G sees them for the first time. And um, he can't have, like, seen them in the background. Like, I want him to, like, have a moment where he sits down and watches them and, like, has a chance to read the books. So I'm trying to, like, only watch Harry Potter after he goes to bed. So he can have that moment just because it was such a big moment for me as a kid. And (laughs) I want to have you, I want to give you this moment. But at the same end, I'm like, you know, I did the same thing with my brother's. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna. And then finally, when they were like old enough, or like I knew, like, like they would like be able to watch it and understand. Meh, they were like whatever. So I know um, there's that possibility. Like, 
part of me is like, girl, just watch the movie. Maybe he'll, if you don't push it on him, he'll end up liking it because he'll see it. I don't yeah. Know. But also, like, have you seen when li- kids watch Lion King for the first time and they get so upset when oh, uh, the, the dad, dad dies? dies? Yeah. yeah. My, my uh, godmother is actually saying, like, she was telling me, I was telling her that I was, like, running all of these through with him and, like, trying to get him to find the one he likes. And she was, like, just going to give you a little warning on The Lion King. I took all three boys to see it in theater and then could not handle the situation that was upon me. Because all three of the, like, her kids oh, broke down his hysterical like... yeah. after watching it. Um, He had absolutely no reaction. Didn't care. He did come away from that movie, like, roaring though so that was really fun that was a fun takeaway that's cute i wonder what um movies kevin's gonna expose him to so kevin put on lion king i felt it was a little too early for that but whatever um it's not too early for it i used to watch lion king on repeat and when i was two i was nala i was obsessed with that movie apparently i don't remember actually being that obsessed with it like that young of age but i guess we used to i used to like watch it on repeat on vhs that's what I'm trying to create, a movie that he watches on repeat. And I want him to, like, I'm excited to see what he wants to be for Halloween this year. Mm. So far, I've dressed him as repeat costumes that I've worn. So, like, we're mm. following that trend. Um, Love it. Cute. The side-by-side pictures are cute. Oh, my gosh. I actually didn't think about that. And I think it's genius. So, now I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll do that, too. Yeah. I was a pumpkin for my first Halloween. So, I was very insistent that he was a pumpkin. But two different age ranges. Like, I was walking for my first Halloween. He was not. So, he was. Mm, I think it was a cow my first Halloween. And it was not the cutest of outfits. But. That's all right. I I do look cute in the picture. I guess I'm just like. A cow isn't a go-to costume. But you know what? Yeah. My parents like to be unique. So, gotta give them that. You have of the box. Yeah. Yeah, I was a cow and then I was a lion. So, there's a theme. (laughs) animals animals are just so easy and cute to put babies in animals are cute and easy i feel like i would want to do like yoda or something (laughs) he was a pumpkin um but he did in fact have five different halloween type outfits for his first halloween because i could not pick so he was an rose is creating a problem already this is this is what it's like to have a child in 2020 like in the just you know i just had so many good ideas and we had a couple things to go to. So we were. She's trying to justify to people. It's like, oh, he needs two iPads because one of them is like <laughs> actually really my iPad. And not that Rose's kid has two iPads, but I feel like I just hear this from different people. And I'm like, well, my thought was. Let's accept we're spoiling our children, people. Let's just own it. Let's own that. This is for him. you, but not for them. <laughs> it's 100% for me. But he had to wear clothes regardless if they were Halloween themed or not. He was going to need to wear something. All five costumes. Go big or go home, I guess, is what they say, right? Yeah. You can't redo a first Halloween. So I said, look, we've got all of these options to pick from as our favorite for forever. You only this get to do one. He only had one Halloween costume for his second Halloween, though. So, like. Only one. <laughs> I heard it back. You heard it here first, people. G only had one Halloween costume for a second. He didn't have five. But then some also some some fall Halloween themed shirts. You know what's funny is I feel like I'm like whatever about Halloween. So when I do have kids, obviously I want them to have a cute costume. But I'm going to be like ham about cute Christmas like pajamas. And okay, so I also did that too. 
<laughs> he somehow ended up with like four pairs of Christmas pajamas. Love it. But like, yeah, I'm gonna go my theory is they have to wear clothes anyway. And he's been wearing the Christmas pajamas still. So it's not like I put got four pairs and then he wore them and then that was it. This is not true. Wasteful. I'm actually wearing my Christmas pajama pants currently. I just wear them year round because I love Christmas so much that I'm like, mm. and they're just so warm, you know, yeah. especially now when it's cold still. Yeah. I got that from my mom. It's like shout out, spring shout out to you, mom. Thanks for the Christmas pajamas. Rose is always looking for some. If you got a good link. <laughs> Four pairs you know this year. Five pairs next? Question mark. I also like like dressing him up and dressing up in general. Like I made sure he had a really nice outfit for Thanksgiving. I made sure he had a really nice outfit for Christmas. And like I feel like I want nice pictures of him. I love taking a good portrait of him. In he has really cute outfit. pictures. Yeah, you got to get him now while you can get him to smile and do stuff for you that you like, you know, pose. Yeah. Once they become preteens, teenagers, mm-hmm. nope. Like, okay, so my brother, my mom, every time she's like FaceTiming us, he's like, why are you recording me? And I'm like, <laughs> she's not recording you. She's just on FaceTime. Like, yeah, it's generation, man. I don't know. I'm going to try really hard. So my mom loved taking pictures before she had kids. So that carried over into when she had kids. Like she did all of our Christmas cards. I don't know other pictures. There's like there's like 17 photo albums of me, one through two. Um, not of my brother though, because second children do not get that kind of love. They get a different kind of love, but not the like 27 pictures per day kind of situation. She yeah. took so many pictures of us that as I grew older, and she was always like post for the picture, like every first day of school, everything we did, we had to get one good picture of the two of us before we were allowed to like do whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a trained animal i will stand and take my picture and then i will go about the rest of the event and the picture Mm -hmm. will have been taken so i'm trying to train g so that he'll always at least give me that one nice picture before he like goes and does whatever my brother Mm -hmm. does not stand and post for the picture though so i results may vary but did he did he do when he was younger yeah like there's lots of pictures of him like very stone-faced like I'm standing mm. here physically because you are asking me to, but I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of a good picture. My brother, my one of my brothers does that. He just loves to, I, he's not a little shit in, in general in life, but he loves to be a little shit sometimes with pictures and like, yeah, like barely open his eyes or like yeah. barely smile. And honestly, my mom or I will just take the picture. And then when I look back at it, it just makes me laugh because I'm like, this is so ridiculous that he's just being this way, but this is him. So whatever. <laughs> I look good. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. great memories. We have lots of pictures of my brother like that. Yeah. He's still standing like posted like that. I feel like you get older and then you're like, why was I making that face? Yeah. Like, can't go back. I have a lot of sassy-faced childhood pictures of myself. And honestly, they're iconic. The amount of side eye that I give in some of these pictures and the attitude, <laughs> it's just... It's next level, and quite frankly, it's a good thing I do not have a daughter because I'm getting a old and I have a boy. I do too, and Marco like <laughs> loves all of them. Oh my god, wait! I have a good one for you. I was just showing Rose a picture of me with a side sideways baseball hat, dirty shirt. Don't know what is all on that shirt, and, and just, she's like squinting at the camera, like I dare you. Try it's everything. It's just giving bad ass bitch <laughs> as a child <laughs> we're gonna have to reshare some of these on our instagram so people can see yeah all of the drama look 
<laughs> Why is that necessary? Why is a flower covering my face? Not sure, but living for I'm it. here, but I'm not. Oh, I love, oh, some of your pictures. I remember for your wedding, I did like a story and I t- used a couple of your pictures from when you were like a baby. Was they so are sassy. Marco loves to pick um, when we were home and I was looking at all these pictures. He loves to take pictures of me when I look the worst sometimes. Like as a child, like the weirdest pictures that were taken and then um, use them sometimes as my like. <laughs> your photo, color like, photo. Yeah. Like, and I'm like. It makes me laugh, though, because I'm like, why was someone taking this picture? And what was I wearing half of the time when I was a child? Because I feel like my outfit's like a little boy. I'm literally like a little boy in some of them. Yeah, so I say my parents like prepped for having two because I'm in gender neutral clothes at all time. Like, yeah, white onesie, red pants, like blue. Overalls. Yeah. Baggy pants, sneakers. Funnily, though, I don't think anything got handed down. I I don't think <laughs> anything was saved and passed down. I think it was all just gender know, neutral. Around. They were progressive. All gender neutral. I think my mom's not one for the cutesy things, so she was like, "Why am I gonna buy the the dress with the bow on it for like extra money when I could just get these this like ten pack of baby onesies, and then she could just wear them until they get thrown out." Yeah. My mom tells me that apparently, because I don't remember this, but apparently I didn't let her put cute things on me. Mm -hmm. So for a while she could, then I wouldn't let her put cute things on me. That's what she tells me. But I'm like, "Hmm." did I? Did I? Yeah. She's like, I used to try to put you in dresses and cute clothes and you would never want to wear them. I could see me being strong-minded and not wanting to wear the things she wants to put me in. So giving her the benefit of the doubt. But I'm like, hmm. By the time I was in kindergarten, I was, like, very much, like, I'm dressing myself. So my mom one day had, like, laid out an outfit for picture day. And then, like, I got up. I got dressed. And I was, like, I'm not wearing that. What are we talking about? That's not what we're wearing. So I wore, like, floral print top and bottom. But they were two different floral prints. (laughs) So my grandmother was, like, she's the one that brought me to school and dropped me off. And she called my mom at work. And she was, like, I am so sorry. I'm telling you now, before you see these pictures, they don't match. And like shortest little girl. So I'm sitting front row in my class picture. Two floral prints on. I have sparkly red shoes on. Cause I was like, <laughs> this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> and you're gonna love it. And I was telling someone the other day, like I was always very specific about my school picture outfits. And yeah. they're some of the most iconic pictures. They're some of the best pictures because I was like, this is like a Lizzie McGuire right moment, like Miranda yeah. from Lizzie McGuire. I had pigtails one year, never wore pigtails. I never wore pigtails for picture day. They were a must. They were the that is so funny. My mom used to actually have really cute outfits for me. Like love, love the outfits she put me in for picture day. I'd like be looking like I was like out of a little J crew kids <laughs> model. Um, but then as I got older, yeah, I took some questionable pictures like, sweatshirt with flames on it why did i yeah. do that it's a vibe my like, <laughs> is a vibe I like hair slicked pick. back halfway ponytail <laughs> sweatshirt with flames and a cat on it or some shit no one I, but i look back at the picture and i'm like this is so ridiculous that i did this but it is funny to think like i was i had a vision you were i had a vision and i need to see it through i always for better or for like, worse my favorite shirts or like my favorite outfits because i'd be like this is the prime right now. This is my favorite thing. Must be yeah. photographed. Gotta oh, get that yeah. written in history. 
I like loved and hated school pictures. I just like they were so awkward. Like it was really dependent on the person taking your picture. And yeah. then everyone can always watch you while you're taking them. And it's like, ugh, I don't want this. Like this is not the vibe. I don't know if I'm putting this on too past me. I loved it so much. It was like my favorite day of the school year. And I've actually heard from a lot of people they do not like school picture day. It's because they're really awkward. Like the ones when you're little and you do it as a group, different because people aren't staring at you while you do yeah. it. But then when we'd have to do them where you like line up in the auditorium mm-hmm. and there's one like by one in your feet. And I, yeah, you just feel so awkward because you could just see people staring at you. It's not like there was like a screen or anything separating. And then the person's like, move your neck like this, move your neck like that, smile. And they take it and they're like, does this look good? Like, yeah, I've been waiting in this line anxiously, like, to take my picture. Yeah, a lot of people don't like them. I don't know. I like, I can't, I don't know. I don't Girls feel that can't way. relate. I can't relate. I loved showing up for picture day. I would sit myself down and be like, my turn. Take my <laughs> picture, please. And oh, I, had I love so it. Many picture days because I had school picture days. I had dance picture days. I had sports. I played basketball and baseball, separate picture days. I had so many picture days every year. I was like, this is my photo shoot. You're all here for me. Oh, yeah, I loved now. pictures as a child. And then as I got older, the the sports ones were fun, fun too. But yeah, I don't know. It's not for everyone. Even now, I like like taking them more than I like being in them. But I'm trying to be in them more because yeah. you got to also savor the youth. You know, like you got to capture the moments now. All the time. Not even like what you look like, but you want to remember those moments in time. Yeah, and like you actually being there and not just you taking a picture of like a something and then being like, oh, it's a pretty building. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Well, maybe when sure. we do our photo shoot one day, you'll I'll pass energy the vibes on to you. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Um, I'm gonna like give you the good vibes. There's so much fun. I had so much fun doing my wedding pictures. Like, your wedding pictures are fun. I mean, it was freezing cold, but it was yes. still really fun to do them. So that that was fun. Yeah, I think it's like perspective. I feel like now if I went into it, I'd just like hype myself up. It's just it's and then be fine. Yeah, love that. I can't wait to do our little photo shoot. It'll be fun. It'll be so much fun. I can't wait to pick my outfit. I already have a pair of jeans where I'm like, these are my favorite jeans right now. These might be the jeans that I wear for pictures. Oh, I know. We got to plan this. It's so nice getting to talk now, like, every week. I feel like I just can check in with you more on this, and that's really nice. And everyone else. It's really nice. I I didn't realize how much I missed talking to you. I know. It's kind of crazy. I feel like I tell Marco that. I'm like, I used to talk to Rose all the time because we worked together and we, like, sat right next to each other and we would, like, go run errands together. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you grow, we move, like, not that we, like, stop being friends, but, you know, and then life happens. We don't see each other in a structured thing. It's like when you go to different schools, like when you go from junior high school to high school and you, like, separate from your friend. And it's just not the same. It's so nice. And we just work really well together, I feel like. And we both are really – it's nice to be passionate about the same thing and both, like, truly be giving to it and helping each other grow. I think that's what's nice. Like, it's not just about the podcast – Obviously, we love the podcast, but I think we're both just trying to push ourselves, like, to be, like, our best in terms of, like, mental health and, like, 
everything, which is nice to have. It is like an accountability to partner, you know? Yeah. The whole podcast is an accountability thing. We have to show up each week somewhere and do something specific. It's like a workout yeah. class, but for our brains. This is true. And also not forced. I've, I've been realizing and listening to podcast stuff. Like, it's not, it, I don't feel like, I spent my whole weekend basically working on podcast things. And I didn't feel like I worked at all. And I no. wasn't tired. And that's amazing. And so nice, you know? It's like a fun little side craft project. Kind of. Yeah. Like when people like to crochet. I'm trying yeah. to crochet, which is why that's top of mind. But like people love to crochet. I'm not feeling it. I'm trying to. But the podcast has like <laughs> naturally been something that I've been like, I love doing this. I'm not forcing myself. Yeah. Which is okay to try something and then realize, yeah, you're not about it. Like that. I think that's part of the process too. Yeah. And like I've been listening to female entrepreneurs say how like they do one thing and then they're like realizing, okay, maybe like this isn't serving me as much anymore. And then they've discovered like another thing. But I yeah. feel like for a while, this podcast is definitely the jam for now. I love it. It's, it's, it's totally a different vibe from crocheting. I've been trying to do that for 20 years and it's not working out. I think, I think this yeah. is where we give up. Just you can podcast. just sewing podcast also. Podcast is a lot of work. So yeah, we can start there. Baby steps. Do you want to Shall... close this for the episode? Yeah. Well, this is officially the end of episode five. We're so excited to be recording weekly. Can't wait to record more episodes and share more about our lives and our journey for growing with you guys. Hopefully we're inspiring you guys to grow. You don't have to grow, but you know, life is about growing. So consider it. And we are, yeah, well, now Marco's going to have some things to cut. But can't wait to be back <laughs> next week. Until then, go do your spring cleaning or Sayonara. watch cars for the first time, <laughs> like Rose. Sayonara. Adios. Bye. Buenas noches. Music and editing done by Marco Aguilar. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.